Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Fed Talks. This is season two, episode 17. Fed Talks is a podcast for theater teachers and theater education students. Hi, I'm Dr. Jimmy Chrisman. I'm a professor of theater education at Illinois State University. And each week I want to bring you stories and interviews from experienced K-12 theater teachers, current theater education majors, and professors of theater education that will warm your heart, renew your faith in teaching, and provide resources to better your practice in your theater classroom. Welcome to this week's episode. I have a great interview for you this week. I talked with uh, Joan Shubin. She is a middle school theater teacher at Timberlane Middle School in New Jersey. Um, I was very impressed with Joan. She reached out to me on Facebook uh, when I put a call out to have people uh, reach out to me if they were interested in talking and sharing their stories with me on the show. And she did just that. And uh, again, I was you're going to be very surprised when you hear the triple threat of a teacher that Joan is. Um, I, I'm looking forward to this interview and I, I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. So thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy my conversation with Joan Schubert. Well, I'm excited to welcome to Fed Talks Joan Shubin. She Hi. is a middle school theater teacher at Timberlane Middle School, which is in New Jersey. Um, you are in your fifth year of teaching. Is that yes. correct? And mm-hmm. you are just coming back from maternity leave, right? I am. Awesome. Yes, I got back December 4th, and then we went on winter break on December 20th. So I had a, a short stint back. All right. Well, I want to know just a little bit about you and kind of your journey to where we are now. So if you want to just kind of take the reins and just kind of fill us in on that for us. Sure. So I, um, I grew up doing theater from like age eight onwards. I did a lot of local stuff, um, voice lessons, dance lessons, the whole thing. Knew I wanted to go to college for theater. I went to Westminster Choir College for uh, musical theater and then started auditioning after graduation and choreographing at a local high school to just sort of make ends meet, get the the cash for the train um, into New York. And then I started um, enjoying my time at rehearsals more than on the train and in auditions in New York. And my mom was the one who was like, it seems like you really enjoy teaching. Do you think maybe there's something there? I was like, I don't know, maybe, is there a theater education degree? And uh, there was, and I went to Emerson College to get my uh, master's in theater ed. And, um, And I did my student teaching at the middle school level got a choreography job at the middle school level. So it's been middle school pretty much my entire uh, teaching experience. Um, choreographing for high schools mostly, but teaching middle school. Awesome. And then moved back to New Jersey, where I'm from. Um, got a job at Princeton Charter School. Just got to build a theater program at, at Charter, which was amazingly fun and challenging. And then uh, transitioned over to full-time public middle school. Well, wonderful. So being in your fifth year of teaching, you, um, you're not, I mean, you're not a young teacher. You're not an experienced 2025 year teacher. Um, so think back to that first year in the classroom and what, um, what was something you wished your program had prepped you for that they couldn't have until you stepped into the room? Oh, that's such a great question. What I wish my program had prepped me for Um, the amount of fear, like 
pure unadulterated fear. <laughs> Looking at a class of kids that are waiting for you to do something that is interesting and worth their time. Um, because I knew all the, the buzzwords like scaffolding and transitions and classroom management. What they don't tell you is like the first minute of class is absolutely terrifying. Um, that would have been good to know. And a lot of the, the outside things like school procedures, like really making sure that you know emergency drills or like what the school's take on behavior management is so that you're not doing something that goes against there. So I think, I wish that somebody had said like, before you do anything, check in with what the school's protocols are so that you're not the new teacher going rogue. Um, <laughs> do your own thing. Awesome. So uh, tell us a little bit about, about your program where you currently are. Um, um, do you, I'm assuming you do productions with your kids and, uh, and you've got classes. So tell us a little bit about what, what theater at Timberlane Middle School is like. Um, so I teach five classes a day, three different Typically I teach three different tiers. This year's schedule got a little wonky because of my, my leap. So typically I'll teach an intro class or two, depending on the year, which is just your building blocks of theater. We'll do improv, vocal projection, scene work, monologue work, and then some fun stuff like puppetry or other fun things I can't think of right now. Then I do um, a, uh, a class called Theater Workshop where we focus a lot on the technical side of theater and the behind the scenes elements of theater. So we'll build um, set models to, to scale and we'll look at costume design. Um, that project is we take the musical 13 and we update it for 2019. So what would a 2019 take of 13 look and we do that with set and costumes and then we do some playwriting in that as well as some acting stuff but it's a little more acting and tech based and then my third program or my third class I teach is the advanced class and that's for kids that either do theater outside of school or are very passionate about it or have um, just a lot of interest in it so that's a performance-based class so that's all audition technique um, monologue prep, scene prep, on-camera acting. Uh, we adapt a children's book to the stage and then take it to an elementary school in our district. And the kids put that up together. So it's a lot of just all performance stuff and the creative process. And those are my three classes. This year is a little different. This year I have two out of those three classes. And then I also co-teach choir because I have a degree in music. So I get to do choir as well this year. So and you, then after school, I direct and I choreograph. The I was going to say, you are not just the theater teacher, but you're the triple threat theater teacher. You do music, dance, and theater. I Apparently this year, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Your administration is very lucky to have you. <laughs> That's very nice of you to say. Thank so, you. So why middle school? Oh, my goodness. I've... I have worked with high schools before. I have just come in after school to direct high school theater programs. Um, and I love them. I love how capable high schoolers are and you can prep them for like the real world, like college and whatever. Um, my favorite thing about middle school is one, they're hilarious. Um, they, <laughs> the, the jokes and the memes and the gifts are like top notch comedy. Um, 
I just love, it's a really big transitional point for a lot of these, these teens and preteens. Um, and I like knowing that what I do has the potential to have a big impact in where they go into high school. So I like being the person that can teach self-regulation, classroom management, you know, can you, can you maintain your own behavior if I let you go and rehearse something by yourself? And I like being able to coach those sort of real world application skills to people that may or may not be totally sure of what that looks like yet. Um, I'm never bored at work. <laughs> I always tell people that teaching middle school, I'm never bored. And I like that the most. So as you, as you are, are is, are you a first time mom? Yes. Yes. All right. So now well, as you're learning to kind of juggle mom and work now, how, how's what's that like for you? What are you, what are you finding is challenging and rewarding at the same time? <laughs> Um, the first, my first day back to school, I, it was great. I had an amazing first day back and I came home and I was entering my grades for the SGO I had done for that, that day. And I had the baby in one hand and the bottle under my chin. And then my other hand was entering grades on my laptop next to me. <laughs> it was, I was like, this is cool. However, I <laughs> like, I need to sort of, because, you know, for years and years, you bring so much work home with you. Um, and that day I was like, this is very challenging. This is probably going to have to be uh, restructured. So my new thing is I get as much as I can done during the school day. Um, I have my lunch break, although I shouldn't, I, I work during my lunch break. I know everybody does. So I get as much done as I can. And during um, any free periods that I have, if I'm really, really swamped, I, I will take stuff home. But the biggest thing for me was the realization of the workload I used to bring home has to be, be minimized now. And then ever since I did that, it's been great. And now when I'm home, I, I get to be home. And that's very rewarding. And uh it makes, it kind of gives you like another, like, like a second wind. Like for the day, like I would come home from school and then just crash or like, or nap or whatever. And now I get like, Ooh, I'm home. Like, Ooh, it's mom time. <laughs> and that's, that's really exciting. That's a really fun thing. Oh, that's great. So I, I'm really big in right now into uh, self-care and wellness and, and the need and the importance of it for we theater teachers and the need to draw boundaries and uh, take care of ourselves. So what, what other things do you do to, to help take care of yourself and make sure you still love what you're doing at home as well as when you go to work? Oh my goodness. I, 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 this, is, this is so bad. I love to just zone out and watch Netflix or Disney Plus or whatever it is. Like just like on the couch with a fire in the fireplace having dinner like in my lap, <laughs> just like watching someone do, do things and I can just sit there. Um, so I am, I, I really, I really like Netflix, probably a little bit too much. Um, I, I crochet. I really enjoy crocheting. That's been a fun little hobby, especially with having him. Now I have all sorts of fun projects I like to do. Um, and as much time, it's just like the family time has really been the time with my husband and the kid that that to me feels like self-care 
Um, and if I can have both of them with me and Netflix and my cats, that's, that's the best. <laughs> well, I have to ask because you, you brought it up uh, with Disney plus. Yes. Have you watched encore yet? My high school friends and I applied to encore. Did you? <laughs> we did. We were so excited. Um, I had the best time doing high school theater. Um, and when I, when I saw the ad come through, I contacted my three friends and my director, I was like, can I put your names down? And they were like, yes, yes, yes. And we all did and we all applied and nothing came from it, but that's okay. I'm over it. Um, but yes, encore. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Cause I've, <laughs> I had to skip the first episode because I, I, I can't, I can't sit through Annie one more time. Um, I understand. But the others I have truly enjoyed. So I just wanted to get your perspective on that as we were, since you brought it up. I love it. It's charming. <laughs> it's charming and it's sweet and it's, it it's relatable. And ugh, it's so, it's so, and Kristen, I mean, who's, who's better than Kristen Bell. So it's, it's awesome. And I wish that we could have been on it, but that's okay. We, uh, I, I <laughs> when I first started watching it, I, I posted something on Facebook, and my friends who were in my my senior year musical um, all responded, "Let's do it, let's do it." I'm like, you know, good and well, if they called you, you would not do it. Um, but <laughs> I, I know our our theater teacher would not do it. But I think I think we would be game. But we'll see, we'll see. Oh, I've we'll I've, see. Okay. <laughs> I've started the application a couple times, and I just haven't finished it. So I'm glad that you brought up self care because that's, I mean. You know, you always hear the things about, you know, the theater teacher is the, the first person in the parking lot and the last one to leave. And, you know, we're like hauling props around in our cars and bringing our own furniture from our own houses to, <laughs> to be in the scenes. And it's, it's one of those, those subjects where you're so hands-on and you're so connected to the people that you're dealing with that self-care is incredibly important. And the idea of the, you know, you put your oxygen mask on first so you can take care of other people like on the plane is so 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 huge so um yeah definitely just driving home the the self-care i i was horrible at it when i was in the classroom that was it's 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 hard it's hard and if i i mean if i could be candid um i had some postpartum anxiety and i was supposed to go back to work november 1st and i was i i I just couldn't. And I called my, my supervisor and I said, I, I don't know how to say this, but I, I don't think I can come back when I'm supposed to come back. And my supervisor said, if you come back before you're ready, it's not going to do anybody any good. It's not good for you, your students, your coworkers, or your family. And, and that's, I mean, so lucky, so lucky to have that. And um, so I took that extra month and then came back December 4th and I did everything possible to just relax with what a newborn which is almost impossible <laughs> but um that was a big eye-opener for how how hard it can be if self-care is not in practice and i well this this past semester it really hit home for me um i had two student teachers in the field and I would, I would go up every other week to Chicago to observe them and, and give them feedback. And we would talk on the phone quite a bit. Um, and one, one in particular called me one night and she was just like, I could just hear like this heaviness and this, yeah. this sense of like dread and, and a heaviness is really the best way to describe it. And, and so I was like, so let, let's just talk through your day. What's your day like? 
and we would do that and and she would talk about lesson planning and doing this and doing that at the school and doing this and doing this i said now when did you eat today i had coffee during my break no no when did you eat today what are you going to eat when you get home i hadn't planned on that when are you going to bed tonight uh, so <laughs> it's like these basic things we've, we've got to take care of ourselves to give back to the kids. So this is a really important thing for me right now. And I'm trying yeah. to find a way to work this into what I'm doing with my students and, and hopefully that, yeah, it's, so other teachers spend, don't burn out. I mean, and that, that's also, that's a huge thing. You spend so much time planning for other people mm-hmm. and it's, it's so easy to put yourself on the back burner. Yeah. My, my mentor, my first week at school, when I started at Timberlane, she came in and she was like, lunchtime. I was like, I know I have my lunch right here at my desk. She was like, no, out of your classroom, lunchtime. And she was a big, big, big advocate for get out of your space, change your environment, sit with other teachers, other adults, <laughs> and then come back. And uh, that's, that's important during the school day. Also like having like items from home, like I have like pictures, I have favorite mugs from home. I have a couple of plants like that so small little things like if if i'm gonna live in my classroom for you know eight hours a day um having it feel a little cozy and a little pleasant is uh a little helpful yeah um what is that that new trend h-y-h-y-g-g-e one of my friends it's like a scandinavian huga Thank you. Thank yes, you. Yes, it's from Frozen. That's where I know it from. It's, fr- it's from yes, it's from Frozen. <laughs> That's the thing that I'm interested in uh, learning more. I think that there's a there's a book out there. Um, one of my my colleagues has it. That's the thing that I'm looking into if I can integrate it into my classroom to make the classroom a cozy, fun, comfortable learning space. Well, I That's would love to hear from you like. again if you're able to do that. I would love I'll to know more about know. that. I'll let you know. <laughs> um, so. Talk to me about what it's like, because you you mentioned that you you built the program at the charter school that you started at. Yeah, my first job. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like, right. That was your first job, right? Correct. So what was that like building a program? Because I've done that, but I've had I had like five years of experience before I was turned over and said, hey, run with this and build it. Oh, my goodness. It was the school I was at was wonderful. They were incredibly supportive administration and they gave me free range. They were like, we don't know what a theater program looks like. We're going to say that to start. So we, we trust you. And I was like, okay. First thing I thought about was if I had a theater program in middle school, which I didn't, what are the things I wish I could have done? What are some fun things I would have loved in middle school? And I started from there. And then I thought about things that I would always say to my cast members in rehearsal? What are things that I was always repeating and repeating? Your eye focus, projection, the timing, given circumstances, all this acting stuff. Um, and from there, I kind of made a big, big, big list of things I, I wish, things I thought were cool in middle school um, and things that I keep on saying to my young actors. And then I built it from, from there. So that was for grades five and six and grades seven and eight. Five and six had the same sort of schedule. Seven and eight had the same schedule. Seven and eight did more of the um, scene work and monologue work, audition technique, stage presence, yada, yada, yada. And five and six did a lot of the Greek theater, reader's theater, puppetry, creating theater. 
And I started from there. And then my plan for the second year was to go from that and then build on what worked and what didn't. But then I, I wound up transitioning to the public school. So that's how I started it. Yeah, big, big, big list of what I thought was fun. If you, if you were asked to start a new program uh, now, what would you do differently? If I was asked to start a new program now, uh, definitely pay more attention to the amount of time that I would talk. <laughs> I found myself just really, really explaining and explaining instead of just letting kids come to it themselves. I would do more outside research on the things I didn't know as well. I wasn't super familiar with like reader's theater mm. or Greek mythology. So I, I bought a couple of books on Amazon and I skimmed them, but I, I would have done more outside research. Who has a great, um, BYU mm-hmm. has some phenomenal online resources. I wish I had known that that existed at that time. If I was t- to do it again, I would use BYU. I would look at podcasts. I would do way more outside research instead of just going with my own mind because there's way more out there than just what's in my brain. Yeah. Um, so I just from what I'm hearing, I thoroughly appreciate what you, what you do with your kids. And it sounds just, just from what I've heard, it it sounds like there is a a really high level of rigor, um, that, that you hold your kids to a high standard to. And, and I believe that when you do that, they, they meet those standards. They, they rise to it. And most of the time it exceed what you expect. Um, I also know there are naysayers out there who are going to say it's middle school. Why are you bothering? What would you say to those people? It's middle school. Why are you bothering? Um, the thing I would say to that is with this particular subject, I believe more so than math or science, not that math and science are not important. I love math and science, but with this particular subject where you're dealing with the human being is the output for the grading like the 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 way that this student is feeling on this particular day can affect how they behave in class what they do in their performances so i would say there is a lot of real world transferable skills that we do in this class that you don't see in a lot of other subjects so when i pair up kids and they have to talk about the their their characters given circumstances and how they're going to like what what are some ways that you show as an actor apprehension or confusion or whatever that's that's empathy that's looking at a different person and putting yourself in their shoes even in the if in the smallest way possible it's getting those kids to think about a situation in a different way in a more personal way um, that's always my biggest thing is, and just working with other people, mixing up groups, getting to know people, um, applauding for your classmates. That's my big, big, big rule. No matter what is happening, no matter what your opinion is on what just happened, give them support because this is really hard. Being able to support each other and feeling good when that happens and when it happens back to you is, is huge in middle school in a, in a place where there's a lot of unkindness, um, a theater classroom has the potential to have a lot of 
kindness and support. And that's, that's my big thing with my classroom. Um, so my, my middle child is a, an eighth grader, uh, at our local junior high here. And she, um, she has been part of the drama program since her sixth grade year. And this year she, um, she finally let me assist somewhat with her audition for frozen (laughs) junior. Oh Um, boy. Do you have advice for me? (laughs) How how can I get her? Cause it's hysterical. And, and cause I taught high school theater for 17 years. Okay. And when I moved up here to take the job at Illinois state, I was very excited to get involved in what my kids are doing in the schools and, and, uh, and Ryan specifically because she loves drama. She loves music and and she loves dancing and she just wants to be a part of all of that. So I was like, I get to help her. I'm so excited. And she will not let me. Okay. (laughs) So what can I do? Is there any, is there any secrets I could do to, I don't know. Help me here. (laughs) Okay. So in a, in a perfect world, she would say, I want you to sit down and watch my audition. Like, is that, is that your, your goal here? You want to be able to see what she's thinking? Yes. Okay. Oh boy. That is very hard. I did, <laughs> I did not want to do that when I was in eighth grade to my parents. Listen, her sixth grade year, she flat out said that I didn't know what I was doing with it. And so she didn't want me to help her. And I'm like, cool. I teach people to do this. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Um, Okay, to the apprehensive child, to the apprehensive child, what I would do if you could get perhaps a group together, maybe her and a couple of friends that are auditioning and see them in a group. There's a lot of strength in numbers at that age in particular. Um, If they want to turn around and sing at the wall, but you're still in the room, that's really great. Um, my, My biggest thing would be maybe instead of just one one to one, maybe get her and her friends to uh, come over and, and play audition or practice audition. Or maybe, you know what, even better, even better. If I was in eighth grade, I didn't want my mom to tell me anything, any opinions at all. So maybe just, I just want to see it. I'm not going to say anything. And she might come around to you later on and be like, what did you think? That's fair. There is potential, that's, but that's that fair. is... That is complicated. <laughs> that is a tricky thing. <laughs> well, and with her false, I'm, I'm, I think I'm just disclosing way more information than I usually do in the podcast about my personal life. But she, um, <laughs> she was in her fall show, and my freshman um, at Illinois State, they, we, I was, I partnered with her junior high drama teacher, um, and they went in one day a week, and they directed the fall show. Okay. Um, so she got to work with my students directing her. Very cool. And she come, would come home, oh my gosh, Mr. Mayfield's the greatest. Do you even know him? I'm like, yes, I know him. I see him every two, every other day in class. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I'm teaching him what he's doing with you. <laughs> so everything that he's telling you, I told him to do. That is amazing. Yeah. So anyway, I I appreciate that that personal advice there that you gave me. Yeah, that is, that is a very complicated <laughs> thing. Good luck with that puzzle. Thank you. Thank you. So... What about in your in your career so far? Um, are some of your favorite stories? Um, some of your they could be funny ones, they could be horror stories, they could be impactful ones that really made you say, "This is why I do what I do." Oh my goodness! Ah, uh, there's so many fun moments. That's such a hard question. Um, I had one sixth grader who came to audition 
her sixth grade year, we were doing, hang on, Once on This Island Junior. And she came in, cried. Couldn't, couldn't get the audition, couldn't, couldn't do it. We took a little walk. We, we tried, we tried, wasn't happening. And that was back when I did cuts. So unfortunately I said, if this, if this kid is so upset by the thought of doing a musical, I can't force them to do musical. Um, came back the next year and auditioned and blew it out of the water. Just awesome, awesome job, super confident, had a great time. Um, and I was like, okay, we're, we're gonna see how this goes. And I cast this, this kid and this kid wound up being such a light in, not only in the cast, but in my classroom as well. And it was, that was really cool to see the growth from, I mean, just terrified, terrified sixth grader to this like fun, sassy, opinionated, confident seventh grader and eighth grader. Um, they wound up being a, just such a great kid to have in class and on stage. Um, horror story. I was a student teacher and I was choreographing at the school that I was student teaching at. And I thought I had learned one year of theater education. And I was like, I know everything about everything. <laughs> so I decided, took it upon myself that there was too much talking in this rehearsal. And I was like, we have to focus the energy, make a circle. We're going to do this, whatever energy focus game that I learned in school. Cause I knew everything at that point, obviously. So then it was a game where you had to like, you had to switch spots with somebody else in the circle quickly before what I forget what it's called, what this game even was. And the music director jumped in to play with us and the game got way out of control. I didn't know how to control it. And the music director wound up getting uh, bumped into the orchestra pit um, because the energy was so wild and I couldn't control it. And she fell into the pit on the instruments and it was entirely my fault. I didn't, I was way too, <laughs> cocky, way too cocky, let it go crazy. I felt terrible. Um, I cried a lot that night. That's my horror story. <laughs> so don't get too cocky too soon. <laughs> don't just go for theater and because it's wild. It's a wild subject. <laughs> so I, I want to go back to your, your first thing you, you talked about, watching them grow and watching yeah. them, them mature and change and evolve. Um, I, when I was still in South Carolina, I got to do every summer this gifted and talented middle school arts camp. Um, cool. And so I would get these kids coming in sixth grade and then they'd be there for the three summers. And then quite a few of them would then come to me at the high school. So I had the joy of watching them go from these baby sixth graders to they're walking across the stage, getting their diploma and off to oh, college wow. the next year. So I, I love that whole aspect of what we do and what we get to see. Um, have you had the opportunity to have kids um, leave middle school and then go on to high school and then finish high school and come back to you yet? Uh, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. This is the first year that all of the theater kids at the high school had me as a teacher first, because I've been there for, for over four years. I haven't, I haven't had anybody come back to me after high school yet, but I do because I also work very closely with the high school teacher. Um, I get to, to be involved a lot in what they do there. They have a thespian troupe at the high school and I get to chaperone. So I get to see my 
my sixth graders competing in, you know, Edward Albee scenes and Neil Simon scenes. Um, and that's, it's so surreal because you still, I still see them as this, you know, little usually short, you know, round phasal sixth grader. And um, they did Chicago at the high school last year. And that was a very surprising thing because they went from being like my precious, (laughs) the giant peach and, and honk and Island to like Chicago high school edition. Um, And it's, it's, it's amazing, but I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're a, you're a big kid now. Um, and I also I also teach private voice lessons. So I have a few kids. One of my voice students is a senior this year at a different high school, but she started with me at Princeton Charter School in seventh grade, and she's about to graduate. And I've been her voice teacher ever since. Um, so that I'm I hope that that Anna comes back and visits me after she's in college, and I can have that experience. I hope you get to have that experience. But I do, I, I do get to get to watch them through high school because I, I'm lucky enough to be involved over there as well, which is awesome. That's awesome. So my final two questions for you are, the first one is, what is a resource that you are currently using or have used that we absolutely need to know about? I know I mentioned it before, but the BYU uh, online database that they have is a phenomenal place to just even just get ideas and then and then take it in my own direction it's it's such a well mapped out mm-hmm. site um, and they have a ton of different things different structures and grade levels that you can look through the high school theater directors Facebook group has been incredibly helpful I could post any concern I have and within 15 minutes, I've got people either saying, A, we understand and we have this, we, we feel the same way or um, advice. Um, that's been great. BYU has been great. I love the AATE theater conference in the summertime. Um, I've had some phenomenal ideas come out of those workshops. Those would be my big three at the moment. Um, Pinterest is always great. I, mean, I know it sounds silly, but um, Pinterest is is awesome. Even just for, because you know, in the theater classroom, it's not just doing, it's it's you make things and you right. create things. And that's that's been great. Because there's so many things that we do in the classroom, mm-hmm. all different kinds of projects. So Pinterest has been a really good one. Yeah, I would say BYU is probably the, the top out of those. Yeah, they have some really fantastic resources on there. Just, just awesome. And yeah. it's so organized, mm-hmm. which is even better. Yeah. And then my final question for you is, what are your parting words of wisdom for new teachers coming in or those veteran teachers who just need an inspiring word right now? New teachers. Um, I'm going to go against what most people say. Everyone always says that, that you, shouldn't, you shouldn't smile until December as a new teacher, I think teach and lead with honesty. If something goes wrong in your, in your classroom or you make a mistake, own up to it, be honest. If you have to kick a kid out of class because they're disrespecting the performance space, explain to your kids, I did this because they were disrespecting your time and your time is valuable. Um, I, I believe in, in like sort of an, an open book 
to an extent, an open book uh, teaching policy. So teach with honesty and lead with honesty. Um, I find that to be effective for veteran teachers. Oh, you're probably very tired. <laughs> um, just teach, but you know, you know your students, they're coming into this, a lot of them for the very, very first time. And you can make them love theater or you can make them think it's, it's ridiculous. So think about how, where you wanna get those kids, uh, putting your own exhaustion aside. You have the chance to make or break somebody's love for theater. So make it. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, Joan, I have absolutely loved talking with you and I hope Same. we stay in touch and uh, keep me updated on the, the, the Hugo research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and good luck with your daughter. Oh, well, thank you. She's, she's playing Elsa. Um, <laughs> oh, she is playing she, Elsa. She got the part and she's so excited wow. and I can't wait to see it. So, Oh, amazing. Yeah, I get to go be supportive dad in a couple months. So, Yay, we yeah. love that. Um, but I hope you have a wonderful um, spring semester when you go back and uh, uh, thank you for taking time away from your, your baby and your family right now to, to chat with me. Thank you. Thank you. Happy New Year. Oh, same to you. Yeah, thank you. Well, thank you, Joan, for chatting with me. I appreciate your energy and your experiences so far and the great things that you're doing with your kids at your at, at Timberlane Middle School. Keep up the amazing work and uh, um, enjoy that time with that, that new baby as well. Thank you so much for listening. Please check out our website, www.thedtalks.com, where you can find all of the past archives of our shows with pictures of our teachers, their resource lists, with pictures of the teachers, their resource lists, and uh, uh, just all kinds of really good information. You can also subscribe to the show on any of your favorite podcast providers, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, AnyPod, and TuneIn. Go on there, subscribe to the show, rate us, review us, and share the show with those theater, theater education students and theater educators in your life who you think could benefit from what I'm doing here on the show. Thank you so much for listening. Please check out um, all of our social media. You can interact with me there on Twitter at Theater Ed Talks, on Tumblr, thedtalks.tumblr.com. You can find us on Facebook in the Fed Talks group, Instagram at Fed Talks Podcast, and of course our website, www.fedtalks.com. Email me at fedtalkspodcast at gmail.com if you have suggestions for guests on the shows or uh, topics you want to hear us talk about or just some feedback to keep making the show better. Thank you so much, Joel Hamlin, Joshua Schusterman, for the use of your original music, Magnetize and Flip the Record. And thank you for listening. Teachers, keep up the great work. Enjoy um, this fresh new semester. And if you've got new students, enjoy those. If you have just jumped into, as I know many of my, my teacher friends are, they are right in the throes of putting the musical together for the spring. I'm doing just that as well at Illinois State. I'm directing Guys and Dolls this semester. And... Um, having a wonderful time doing that so thank you so much for all you're doing keep up the great work and uh, make sure you take care of yourselves and each other thank you and have a wonderful week